so I have to serve the flow, but I think that was uh, all really interesting. I'm going to have to do it in two parts anyway. So, two, two parts? Part two, everybody, possibly. I, get, I, get I didn't think we could ramble on for this long. I got a sequel. Um, the sequel, yeah. The sequel yeah. is never Friends, as good. If it's, got, if it's had more than three views, actually, yeah. no, five views, because one's me, one's you, yeah. one's my mum, yeah. one's your mum. Yeah. Probably one's like a random person. Some, some random who fell upon it. Yeah, doing it in, in, fell asleep. In, 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 in a, so there's in a more YouTube, than five views were allowed part two. In a YouTube whirlpool. So we talked about being a job interview. Yeah. Um, headshots. Oh. Right. Oh. So. Don't, you're going you're gonna to get me. What's going to happen now? You're talking about The Last Jedi haters. What's going to happen very soon is that we're going to have a conversation in about a minute. After we've had a conversation about headshots, we're going to have a conversation about showreels. And then... <laughs> everyone's going to hate me I, no, have, I think we should because I think there's do you know what and this is kind of the reason why I'm doing this YouTube views. channel is that like there's a lot of there's a lot of people there's a lot of YouTube channels about how to get your showreel how to do your headshot how to do all this stuff and, if, and, there's, a, and there's, a, there's an industry out there of people making showreels and all this kind of stuff and these amazing headshots and like really expensive stuff and you know what I want to be the guardian of actors because they as we've discovered, they have no control pretty much over the jobs that they get. Um, you have to be a crazy, sensitive, amazing, creative, vulnerable, wonderful person. But also to do really it. strong. But also really strong because they have to deal with yeah, rejection. You get rejected and all my the time. God, everyone wants to take their money yeah. oh. because they prey on vulnerability. They prey on the dream. Yeah. You know what? And like, we could sit here and talk about being in a big role and stuff. It's like, look. I've directed over a hundred commercials, right? Yes, I've done features, but that's how I make my money. That's how I live. That's how the lights are on at my house. Is that by making commercials? Yep. So there's a real interest there, and actors as well. Like everyone wants to, not everyone. Maybe some people don't, but I'm saying the, the general thing is everyone wants to do the big movies and make it and do this thing. It's like, but if you look at the statistics, which I should have written down, right, it is depressing should. the percentage of actors that are working at any one time. Um, on television but also commercials and uh, you can turn your nose at commercials if you want to but if you want to be a working actor you need to learn how to nail those things yep. um, and obviously there's certain agents that don't like commercials and certain agents that do I think yep. I guess so and there's certain agents that turn commercials down for budget reasons stuff, yep. which is fine that's absolutely right you're still building it's a brand right. everyone's still building yep. their thing like, and not everyone wants to do certain commercials no. I turn down scripts that I don't believe in, like that I think are misogynistic or you know, or insulting or from the you know the wrong place. From the wrong place, like I, and anything that I think that. Uh, and here we go. This is this is where you need to have your own set of morals. Like anything that I feel preys on the vulnerable. I could never do a PPI like advert or, or big credit, yeah. you know, advert. Yeah, yeah. But then I have done credit card commercials, so. Uh, it, it, it's it's wafer thin, it but wafer I have thin. a moral compass that me, like me too. I, yeah, me too. And and I think, I mean that you just covered a lot of ground there. Sorry, I don't no, know. No, no. I went it's off fine. on a tangent. You, so no, but you've covered a lot of ground headshots. that I am interested in, <laughs> and I think you're absolutely spot on. And I've got pretty much everything you said. I was thinking, yes, oh yes, I've got a point about that. But so I don't know if I'll cover most of what I wanted to. However, we'll try and remember it. So I agree entirely with you. I think. This industry is, is kind of, in a weird way, not, it's not at its strongest at the moment. Right, controversially, there are too many actors, far too many actors. Too many people who want to be an actor for the wrong reasons. Too many people that 
that shouldn't be an actor, and that's not, this is a hard thing to say to someone, because it's like, the problem with acting is, it's like a dream of people. It's like, in some ways, it's like being a footballer. I always wanted to be a footballer. I've always, I still, kind of, weirdly, at 43, kind of weirdly dream of being a footballer, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. It's ridiculous, obviously, and I've known since I was, probably since I was playing football, 15, mm -hmm. that I wasn't gonna be a professional footballer. I've always been a good footballer, never good enough, but it's my dream. And I think some people have that about acting. But it takes a level of skill. There is a level of technicality that you need to be to be a footballer, and it's the same being an actor. So it's a horrible thing to say, and you know, there are, but there are too many actors. So there are too many people out there who want to be actors. And what you've said is absolutely bang on. There are too many people out there that are preying on these people. So are charging exorbitant fees, are charging exorbitant fees. There's, there's something I saw on Twitter the other day about people charging to be part of an agency and stuff like that. Ugh, and it's just stop like- Stop it! It's, it's, stop it! It's worrying and it's depressing, but it sort of allies with how we are as a society at the moment, being a bit sort of- Let's get heavy. Yeah, we're going for it, Let's big go. time. But it's like, people want instant gratification mm. and we're used to it you know mm. how it's a cliche but how how annoying is it when you can't get on your web page and you're like oh why is it mm, not working mm, for mm. the three seconds mm. it's not loaded and it's because we want mm. everything here mm. we want it now our information 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 and, and, and I want I don't I don't want to put the work in to be a famous actor mm. I want to be in feature films why am I not in feature films mm. I know what I'll do I'll go to LA I'm just gonna go to LA and I'm just gonna do it and I'm gonna go live in LA and it's like, the amount of people who have succeeded in this industry from being picked up from oblivion, I mean, it's literally, it's negligible to the point of probably, I couldn't even give it a percentage because mm. it's so many zeros. Mm. There are people, and that's the problem, mm. who yeah. it's happened to, yeah. Kira Knightley, for example. Pray, yeah, and, uh, you pray whatever. on the dream. But Kira yeah. Knightley, I mean, you know, it's not like she didn't have um, advantages mm -hmm. in certain ways. Um, it, you know, and 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 this, it always helps who you know and all those types of things. But there's too many people out there who just want instant success. So they they are trying to get, and this is where I'm coming to show reels. To me, you shouldn't have a show reel, and I know there's some agents out there, and even some casting directors, I believe, who think that everyone should have a show reel. I personally, just my personal opinion, don't think you should have a show reel until you've got something to go on that show reel. I think that a showreel is, an is, is basically an example of your work at its highest level, at a very good level. So though the people that do like the homemade showreels and things like that, and, and even if the people that go to professionals for it, I just think it looks obvious that that's not a real job. Yeah. I think get a job where you've got two lines on mm. Casualty, on Holby City, on, mm. on EastEnders, on Coronation Street. I much prefer and you nail that. Much prefer yeah, yeah. to see that as the only yes. thing that you send me. Yeah. This is what then I've got as my showreel. Oh, how many that, times you have know. you seen? Have I seen a showreel where people are crying, mm. shouting, waving a gun around, yeah. being murdered, being abused? Being and that's the thing. That's not it's, what it's about. It like you know, most if you jobs, get to that point, oh, then great. fine. But like, you need to do the most to, jobs. The you don't get to thing. wave a gun around. Most jobs you don't get to scream and shout. Most jobs you don't get to cry. Most acting jobs, most acting jobs are you walking into a room saying something in a very normal mm -hmm. way and then probably at the start of your career walking out of that room, mm -hmm. right? That's how it, that's mm -hmm. this industry unfortunately. Mm -hmm. like. Or doing, and that's for, sorry, for screen. 
So that's kind of what we need. I just want to see. A showreel is useful to see what you look like when you're moving. Mm. I would never, and no one ever should, cast anyone just from a showreel. Yeah, God, no. You want to see them in God, person. No. So your showreel might get you in a room. But if and I'm doing a commercial, I get like a thousand suggestions for mm. a role. I'm not going to look through a thousand showreels. Mm. I just haven't got the time. Mm. I'll be honest with and you. And like, you're not exaggerating when you say a thousand. I'm not exaggerating <laughs> yeah. at all. Um, now, obviously, there's people screaming and probably in the comments right now saying, "But like, how do you get started easy if you don't you. have a showreel?" No, but like, people say, "Well, I want to do something. I'm an actor. I want to, you know, I'm, I'm being sensible. I want to, you know, be a. I'm a business. I'm a brand. I want to make a show. Show what I can do. You know. So there's people that are saying that, and that's what these companies can prey on yeah. for, for that reason but I would always say well then go and do a short film absolutely like, instead of because like it's not it's not real for for you to shoot a special scene from a showreel for a thing because you're not really working with a director that's going to put you through the paces in that way yeah. and it's not like a real environment because a lot of acting is not just about um, what you do on screen is how you react when there's 60 people all staring at you and you're on a set and you've got to nail the performance like yeah. there's a heck of a lot of stuff that comes to that or as you say you know? getting getting a short film but also you know let's not forget theatre yeah do do plays yeah, yeah. do plays get to know people get out there mm. and, and again I am very lucky right very lucky because I was an actor and I started making films with my friends and mm. stuff like that. And there was some of them were all right. And you know, we had one on BBC Three once. Mm. Exciting. Um, but, you know, I, I did theatre from the age of 12 all the way through to my 30s, uh, early 30s, before I started being a casting director. I was still an actor um, up until the point I, I got the job and then I had to stop because it just for me, it felt like mm-hmm. a conflict. Yes. Um, but Listening to that, people. <laughs> Yeah, sad times. <laughs> I don't think it's a loss to the acting industry. Uh, no, no, but I mean, what I'm saying is there are certain casting directors out there that auto act. Are there? Yeah. Do you oh. know this? I don't know. Don't want to say anything. No, no. Just, just there are, and I know of them, and I think it's wrong and weird. I just but don't anyway. Want to say um, <laughs> but the. So, yeah. Sorry, then, change of No, 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 but that's good. But then what I look, I was look, well, lucky and worked really bloody hard on it, actually. I was, I managed to set up my own theatre company because I wanted to do some acting Mm. so I literally did it and it's like it was something that I just thought I want to act no one is giving me any acting work Mm. I am going to put a play on and so put a play on found a location did work work for like a year to put it on did it Mm -hmm. first play did not go down very well (laughs) it went down it was alright what Mm. we did but it wasn't you know not many people came to see it and stuff but then we put on another play and now we're putting on plays you know the last play we at did the national. at the National Theatre right that is a particularly lucky situation but lucky people might look at you thing. but Peter's going back to that instant gratification people might look at that and go oh this is a new theatre company and they're doing something at the National why can't I do that it's like because these guys have been doing it for a decade yeah, yeah. You know? it's not and like you know and before I um, directed my first commercial I've made I don't know how many short films exactly. and stuff and like and been a runner and worked up the industry and stuff and the whole thing about it takes 10 years to be an overnight success which is, sounds like such a cliche in this industry it is so true even as a casting director yeah. I didn't start I didn't no. start as a casting director by going alright now I'm a casting yeah. director and now I'm going to take castings yeah. I worked as a casting assistant and I worked my first few castings I, didn't, I wasn't even in the room obviously I was sitting outside marking people off mm-hmm. oh you're here for the casting yeah bye and, and by that I, I learn how this process works and I luckily learn under someone who's really good at you know 
what she did and mm. the organisational side mm. of things and I learnt the right things the right sort of techniques I think mm. for how it started and so and then throwing in little bits that you learn along the way from different directors mm-hmm. that you work with I worked behind the camera mm-hmm. uh, for quite a while mm-hmm. you know and that is really interesting Invaluable I mean you, you, you must see some you things see so much stuff. in commercials yeah. and that you learn you almost learn what not to do mm-hmm. from certain people yeah, casting directors and directors well, I'd love what to, to do I'd love to be him in go, you know uh, for a few days to see other directors doing their job exactly it's really interesting I'd find like it interesting the, the variety of casting directors with a variety of directors with a variety of actors in one room yes literally sometimes one day yes it's yeah. astonishing it's amazing yeah. and and that is that's comes back to the subjectivity oh, there's no one waiting right is anyone waiting uh, for our casting it comes yes. yeah. I, I will let you know. you wave <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean yeah, it's subjective and it's um, but it also takes different personalities and yeah, I'm not yeah. saying I would never suggest that my way is the only way but my way is the one that works for me, mm-hmm. and it's the one that my business is based upon. Mm-hmm. Is the way that I run castings, and I change. I change with different directors. Mm-hmm. I work differently. Mm-hmm. If I've got a director who wants to come in and and do it in a different way, and just wants me to sit back and not say anything, I will sit back and yeah. what we call air hostess, yeah, yeah. which is basically I bring actors in. I don't in. feel like I air hostess with you. No, 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 no. We have a slightly like different relationship. A... We have a different relationship because because we know each other as well. We have a different relationship, and we've worked numerous times. Mm. But if if it was the first time I'd ever worked with you, but also you, you're kind of a you're kind of a a, a smiley nice warm Fucking very you. warm person um, but so I can sort of look let's be honest right I'm, this is going to sound horribly arrogant right the reason I am good at my job is because of two reasons one I'm good with people and two I think I'm quite perceptive I'm very perceptive so I think and of course you're always wrong in life that I can tell what most people in the rooms thinking mm-hmm. on generally what they're thinking mm-hmm. how happy they are how confident they are how how they feel when actors come in I sort of look at them and I can sort of mm-hmm. say it. and it's like I'm not saying a sort of weird sort of weird thing because a lot of people have mm-hmm. that ability and it's it's about being in good interpersonal mm-hmm. skills and so which is but, why I preempted this by saying I'm not being arrogant because I'm aware that if I just suddenly piped up with what, I'm, what I was just, what I've literally mm. just said there, it would have sounded arrogant had mm. I not precluded it with. And some And some people out there are probably thinking, "Oh well, he said I'm not being arrogant, yeah. but he does sound like an no, arrogant no, person." No, no, I don't think but, it sounds arrogant. But, I think it's like the perfect skill for casting because you need to be in tune with people yeah, and their performance. You've got, you've and that's got not to, just these guys; it's these guys. But that's what you need yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Because as a director, you which need is why to be in tune I need with, to talk to the people. You need to be in tune with actors face to face, but you also need to be aware of your client mm-hmm. who is telling you something and also aware of your crew mm-hmm. who are also telling you something and you have to play it's like it's a football manager I always bring everything everything in life I bring back to football <laughs> and I know you're not a football fan no but I, I, I bring, I'm going to nod along I bring everything back to football no. it's like being a football manager and my first ever play I directed I did Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead I was 23 and I did it uh, a piece of a piece of theatre in the northeast and I did an interview with a local paper, you know, the classic mm-hmm. local paper interview. And I remember saying, I'm, I equated it at that time to being a football manager. And I even, so much as I even talked about, you know, you send them onto the pitch, the actors onto the pitch, and you can't cross the white line and there's nothing you can do. And once they've gone up there, and I literally, this entire analogy about being a football um, manager in, and associate with the director. And I still think it's true. Mm. It's still about, 
people management and about people mm-hmm. relationships and it's about knowing that you know your director you might be the Cristiano Ronaldo mm-hmm. of the, the, the do you know who he is? Is that a good thing? <laughs> it's a good thing but also go, yes. you know you've got to, you've got to treat him in a certain way whereas you know a different footballer who, who might be quieter but just listens or someone who needs a lot of praise mm-hmm. or someone who needs a lot of who needs a bit of a, a stern a sterner I, I don't even know if any footballers but you know you get the idea <laughs> But that's the point. I think it's about being intuitive with other people. And so the crux of my business is, can I, in a room, be aware of what's going on and then try and mm. bend it to make sure everyone's okay and happy and doing and the, the work? the thing for me as well is that even though um, sometimes, the, you know, I'll come in and run a session and talk to the actors because that's how I feel that I need to engage as knackering and as tiring that is because I come in I try and get the same energy level for every single person I almost say pretty much the same things yep. because it's kind of then it's almost feels like a fair test same just, jokes the same jokes not just you I mean no I, we do you, it all the time you hear yourself you all hear the time it. going but the it works. going <laughs> yeah I know but it works because it's all about it, it, it's a show yeah we're playing on a kind of show to relax the people yeah. in the room. And that sounds really manipulative. Actually, it's for your own benefit. It's what the actors need. Yeah. The, the amount of people, some people come in, you have a laugh and they go, <sighs> yeah. you know, and actually, uh, and it sounds, I'm going to be arrogant. I've lost count of my actors that leave our auditions and say, that was really good yeah. fun. And, and that's how it should be. And, and that's the feedback that you get from... That I did a casting on last Friday it was the, the clients there was 10 clients in the room which is wow, too many that's too, too many. many Phil that's too many um, and the clients at the end of the casting were like do you know that was such a great session thanks Martin for doing that session and, and I just loved how you kept the energy up for the last one and I was just I was surprised that they needed to even mention that because that is my job mm. I mean literally if I didn't keep the energy up until the last person the same the last person should and it's difficult we're humans of course yeah. but the last person should get the same treatment as the yeah. first person yeah. and and you should be warm and open with all of the people and, and keep your energy up and, and as you say you, you do use the same jokes and stuff because if it works mm. and you find a phrase I, I find that I, my, my casting pitch if you like what I say to the actors changes through an entire day because I keep on my brain is still thinking you refine and I go oh yeah. Oh, I hadn't thought of that today. And then yeah. I thought, I'm saying stuff, and they've, they've, I've given this piece of direction, and actually they've taken it off there. I'm going to stop using that. Yes. And sometimes, I know, yeah. my biggest fault as a, as a casting director is I talk too much, mm. and I give too much biggest information. Biggest fault as a director, same thing. And I just People say, oh, come in and be succinct, and when you say a few things, and all the directing advice is do this. But you know what? I find that very hard, because my... You know, I don't have an. As, I don't have any. Audience, psych- yeah. As the audience will acquaint. Because <laughs> um, uh, I, f- I find that difficult to think of the exact active verb to tell someone to give them performance. Because also that person's not a robot. So sometimes you just need a little bit of talk, and yeah. sometimes it goes too far. And I can do that. You know. Oh, it and, and you look at that. You give this information, and you just see that. Yeah, they're like that. They're like they're shaking with nothing no at the idea. same time. No idea what you're talking about. Right? And then uh, usually I call myself up and, and go, "I'm sorry, that was crap. Let's, <laughs> let's go back to basics." But um, that's but, one of my top pieces of top notes <laughs> I give myself is I often say to actors, "I'm going to give you a piece of direction, right? It's not very good." <laughs> Don't sort of take it, but sort yeah. of take it. So I want you to do, and then I oh, say something, and, I, and then they go, I think I know what you mean. Yeah. I'm going, well, 
Let's see. Try it, yeah. and, and and then I'll go. Ah, uh, but that's why no. I want actors to know that it, it's not a test. Oh, there is, you know, there's no right answer yeah. in a casting. For me, is that sometimes I don't know, like what the actual minutiae of the performance should be. No, because you know what, and I'm sorry, actors, and thank you for every single hundred hundred actors have done it. I love actors. Like in a room. Uh, at the end of the day I know exactly how I'm going to do the scene because I've seen a hundred people do it and like that's part of the process I I often will say to the first people in I'll go look sorry you're my guinea pigs I say exactly I'm I'm going to work with you now Um, and then I'll do something and they'll do it right and I'll go ah yes thank you yeah because I didn't know if it was going to work and you've made it work I love actors I honestly do oh by the way my partner is one but I love them because I love them they're just so they're so committed yeah. and, and I know I've been negative about some things about actors but I actually do anyone anyone who wants to be an actor is is a you know I mean it's such a difficult job it's mm. you know we're not going down mines I hate that people say oh it's not you know it's, mm. it's the hardest job in the world it's not the hardest job in the world no. but emotionally and commitment it's wise, a hard skill it is a skill it's a yeah. difficult thing to yeah. do and so I, I, I really appreciate every single as you say mm. every single actor that comes into a room I, mm. I appreciate that they've Taking the time because you don't get paid for castings no. to come in no. and do all that stuff, and it's just it's it's I, I, sometimes yeah. very thankless. And so, thank you. Yeah, so thank thank you everyone that has auditioned. You've made yeah. you made it all better. Yes. Um, and um, you put bread on the table. <laughs> the um, uh, hmm. What are you going to say? No, it's just called a lot there. I had I had a few things to to say, but uh, that's why. Right. Um, hmm. Pause.